You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. We are now on our sixth topic in our series, which is Beyond the Signs, and we are talking about the book of John. The book of John uh, gives us at least seven to eight signs. There are seven signs, but however, we are just going to focus on the seven signs. Now, this is already the six signs that we are going to talk about. It is about the healing of the blind uh, guy, the blind man. And this, is, uh, this will be uh, very interesting because uh, my f- uh, our focus right now is to see that Jesus Christ is the light of the world. Of course, if you are blind, one time, nung naglalakad po ako sa baba, may nakikita po akong uh, mga, yung mga uh, uh, worker po na they are blind. No? And sunod-sunod po sila, nakaganon, uh, galing po sila sa massage. Okay, so sila po yung mga nandun. And uh, there was this guy that, uh, mag-isa lang po siya, nakasabay ko po siya actually, no? papasok ng festival one time. And then I noticed na he's blind and he's alone. So, naawa naman ako sa kanya kasi baka mamaya, hindi niya alam kung saan siya pupunta. So, tinabihan ko siya. Tapos sabi ko, uh, habang naglalakad siya, nag-uusap kaming dalawa, pero hindi niya alam, not knowing na ang ginagawa ko, I'm trying to guide him. And yun pala, nalaman ko sa kanya, I learned, sabi niya, ilang taon na raw siyang uh, dito sa festival, kaya kabisado na raw niya yung pupuntahan niya. Sabi ko, okay, oh, siya pa palang, mas kabisado pa palang yung pupuntahan kaysa akin. <laughs> so ako yung tinuruan niya pa, no? sabi ko, wag po kayo mag-alala kasi kabisado ko saan ako pupunta. Uh, and then nag-usap kami about Christianity, about the Lord. Sabi ko, alam mo, sabi ko, ano, uh, nakapag-share tuloy ako ng gospel sa kanya habang naglalakad kami. So I was able to share the gospel. It's difficult to really have uh, to um, I mean to be blind and I understand that wala tayo sa position nila because we can see no nakakita po tayong lahat pero again it's darkness no uh, when it comes to a blind person and I would say that uh, that is also a picture of uh, even the world may have their eyes but however ang marami po nasa, nasa mundong ito ay bulag maaring nakakita sila pero bulag po sila in terms of spiritual maaring nakala- ma- malaya sila Pero ang reality no, nakakulong sila. I remember also when I was um, ministering to the prison, I mean, uh, in the prison cell, uh, doon po sa may bandang uh, Tunasan area, nagkaroon kami ng opportunity to uh, go inside the prison cell. And I was talking to the inmates uh, there. And I uh, shared to them, sabi ko, you may uh, probably be here uh, na tingin niyo, of course, right now, you may be imprisoned right now physically, but when you look outside, there are a lot of people who are walking outside. Maaring nakala- malaya sila sa tingin nila, pero marami dyan mga tao nakakulong. Nakakulong sila saan? Sa iba't ibang parte ng kanilang buhay. And they are not free. That is why you may, be, you may be here inside this prison cell and you may think that you are imprisoned. But if you have Jesus Christ, then you are free indeed. The same thing also even our blind eyes. You may have the sight, but if you don't have Jesus in you, then you are blind and you have to really be open in terms of that. That's, our, what's, that's the topic that we're going to discuss today. So can I ask everyone to stand up with me, please? And let's open the, our Bible to the book of uh, John, chapter 9. Book of John, chapter 9. I'll read from verses 1 to 7, and then I'll jump to verse 35 to 41. So I'm going to read it. So I'm going to read it so that you will at least understand uh, this story. Jesus heals a man born blind. As he passed by, he saw a man blind from birth. And his disciples asked him, Rabbi, okay, this is teacher, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, it was not this man's sin that this man sinned or his parents, but, the, but that the works, works of God might be displayed in him. 
we must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. Night is coming when no one can work. Now, let me just be quick to explain. Anong gusto niyo sabihin sa verse 4? Uh, many commentators believe that this talks about uh, his uh, crucifixion, that when he's crucified and he's already, uh, he already died, and then, of course, it is already done. Uh, wala, there's no more works that will be done. And so that's why ngayon, na hindi pa nangyari yon, they will have to do the works. And uh, today po, ngayon Sunday, it's uh, the day of, uh, wherein yung uh, sa mga uh, Roman Catholic friends po natin, bumibig po sila ng palaspas. Kasi ito po yung pagpasok niya, no? Uh, nung time niyon and uh, riding on a donkey, and they are proclaiming him as a savior. And so that's al- already part of that. But however, uh, papunta po yon sa crucifixion. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Having said these things, he spit on the ground and made mud with the saliva. Then he anointed the man's eyes with the mud and said to him, Go, wash in the pool of Siloam, which means sent. So he went and washed and came back seeing. After this, gumaling po siya. Pumunta po siya sa mga, nakita siya ng mga tao. People saw him, his relatives, probably his friends, and uh, the people knew that this, is, this was the guy who is blind for many years. And then he was called by the Pharisees and Sadducees and he was interrogated and asked, how did this happen? And he was now lecturing the Pharisees and Sadducees, of course, about what happened to him. He also told them who this guy was, but he has no, any, he has no idea about who Jesus Christ is during this time. And this is the time right now that he's now trying to lecture the Pharisee. That's why he was kicked out of the synagogue. Na-excommunicate po siya, na sa Tagalog, natiwalag po siya. Okay, tiniwalag po siya. Verse 35 says, Jesus heard that they had cast him out. Ibig sabihin, ekbalo. Okay, na-ekbalo siya, he was kicked out of the synagogue. And having found him, he said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? Ito po si Jesus, no, nagsasalta. He answered, And who is he, sir? Dito pa lang niya malalaman, that I may believe in him. Jesus said to him, You have seen him, and it is he who is speaking to you. He said, Lord, I believe, and he worshiped him. Jesus said, For judgment I came into this world that those who do not see may see, and those who see may become blind. Some of the Pharisees near him heard these things and said to him, Are we also blind? Jesus said to them, If you were blind, you would have no guilt. But now that you say, We see, your guilt remains. Let us pray. Lord, thank you so much, God, because we believe that your word can change us. Your word has the power to transform us. And we pray and ask, that your Holy Spirit will be our teacher today, just revealing, Lord, your words to us. We pray that you will not leave this room unchanged and help us, Lord, to reflect Jesus Christ in our lives. Thank you, Lord God. May you set the captives free, set those who are in bondage free. Lord, we pray that you will unshackle, Lord, the chains today. Thank you, Lord God. The glory, the honor, and the praise is yours. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen, amen. Now, speaking about God being the light or Jesus being the light, I can't help but start off with the book of Genesis because in the book of Genesis, it says here, in the book of Genesis, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now, trivia. Trivia lang po ako sandali. Heavens, plural po yan. Hindi siya singular. It is plural because there are three kinds of heavens. Yung pong tinatawag na first heaven, second heaven, and third heaven. I don't know if this is the first time that you have heard of it. But there are, there are three kinds of heaven. The first heaven is the heaven that we see right now. Pag tumingin ka sa taas ngayon, ang may kita mo are the skies, the clouds. That's the first heaven. Now, that is the atmospheric heaven as we call it. The second heaven are those that are in the stellar atmosphere. Meaning, yung nasa labas ng nakikita natin. That will be the stars and the moon and the planets. Yung po yung second heaven. The third heaven is the abode of the Lord. Meaning, the place where God is. That is where we want to be. Yung po yung 
kung saan tayo, dun yung, yung gusto natin puntahan, which is the presence of God. Nung sinabi ni Jesus dun sa criminal, to his, um, by his side, sinabi niya, you will be with me in paradise, yun po yung third heaven. And Paul, the apostle, was caught up in the third heaven as well. Yun yung prayer, ni, yun yung sinasabi niya sa book of Corinthians. So therefore, it again uh, says, the earth was without form and void. And darkness, okay, darkness was over the face of the deep. Now, this earth is full of water. Ito pong earth na ito, punong-puno po ito ng tubig. Wala kay may, walang mahikitang lupa pa na lumabas no, sa, sa mundong ito. It was filled with water. That's why if you notice the map, mas marami po ang water compared po sa land. Okay? It is really a fact. Because the water is filling this earth where we are. And the Holy Spirit was already there. Nandun na po ang Holy Spirit. And He is part of the creation. Ang Father po, He's the Creator. Jesus Christ, the Son, is the Creator. And the Holy Spirit is also the Creator. And they are all part of creating the things that we see right now. That's why the Holy Spirit is hovering over the face of the waters. Waters, it's a deep. Then God said, sabi dito, and again, it's darkness. And there's no light. Wala pong ilaw. No? It's really darkness, filled with darkness. And, and the next pas- uh, passage says, Then God said, Let there be light. And there was light. Now, the light here, of course, speaks of God. Light is, is, it, it is a figure of, or I would say that the analogy of this is His holiness. Yung kanyang kabanalan. Na kapag halimbawang tina- sinasabi ng Bible na siyang ilaw, ibig sabihin, siyang banal. No? Siya, nag-reflect siya ng kabanalan ng Panginoon. Purity. Ika nga. One uh, book, okay, uh, authored by Doug Powell said, sabi niya, and let me explain this, dark and cold are very real things that are ways of speaking of the absence of light and heat. Both dark and cold are parasites. Now, let me explain this for a moment. Yung sinasabi niya dito na ang dark at saka ang cold are not actually there in the first place. Right now, pag halimbawang pinatay natin ng ilaw, we define darkness as the absence of light. Ibig sabihin, walang darkness kung walang light. Light was there already. And kapag tinanggal mo ang light, then darkness will come. The same thing even with the coldness, yung lamig. Ngayon, we can feel the coldness right now because of the air conditioning system. But prior to this, init. So therefore, the air conditioning system, what it's doing is that it is removing the heat out of this place para maramdaman natin ang lamig. So therefore, what is there really is heat before cold. The same thing as well with our wound. No? Itong finger natin, once we experience a cut in this finger, the presence of the cut is because we have a finger. Pero pag tinanggal mo ang finger, walang cut. So mas mauuna yung finger bago yung cut. The same thing also with the Lord. That's why when we say, parang ano, no, uh, lalabas, parang nag-lecture dito ng, ano, ng apologetics. The point here is that the same thing also with evil. The reason why they are e- there is evil the reason why there is a wickedness at ang mga tao, sasabihin nila, oh, how come that there are rape that are happening or murder that are happening? How come that there are war that are happening in this country or in that part of the country? How come that there are things that are like this that are happening in this country? Why? It's because there is no holiness and there's no good that is present in that particular place. Once you remove holiness, once you remove the goodness in that, la- in, in that land, then chaos will come. Try that in your own office. If in an office, there are no Christians who are there who is standing on righteousness, then I'm sure that something could happen in that company wherein 
pwedeng pumasok ang illegality, pwedeng pumasok ang corruption sa isang department. Why? Because there is no person who wants to stand on the righteousness, on goodness, and even in holiness. So the same thing also with even dark and light. Both dark and cold are parasites in a way of light and heat. Since light and heat can exist without dark and cold, heat and, heat and light can exist without dark and cold, but dark and cold cannot exist without the existence of light and heat. So they are so much dependent only on the presence of heat and even light as well. First John chapter 1, 5-7 says, This is the message we have heard from Him and proclaim to you that God is light and in Him is no darkness at all. There is no darkness at all in the Lord. Ibig sabihin, there is no sin in Him. If we say we have fellowship with Him, if we say we are Christians, if we say we are followers of Christ, if we say that we are attending a church, if we say that we are active in the ministry, if we say that we are part of a victory group, and then sabi dito, while we walk in darkness, habang ang ginagawa natin, we are enjoying and we are still in sin, then we lie. Nagsisinungaling tayo. Ang daling magsabi kasi na, uy, Christian ako, Ang daling magsabi na, ay, umatin ako ng church. Ang daling magsabi ng, uh, I'm part of uh, victory. I'm a leader in the church. But however, if you don't live out that kind of life, then we are lying. And again, who knows that? It's the Lord who knows that. We can, uh, we can, we can pretend, okay? We can pretend even in the church while worshiping Him. But in reality, we are walking in a lie. So therefore, in this, in this case, we do not practice the truth. Don't allow that to happen because darkness, the analogy of that is the sin and the wickedness in somebody's life. In Him, in the Lord, there is no darkness at all. And I hope that we as believers will always learn to hate sin. Hate sin, resist the devil, and submit to the Lord. Again, I am not saying that we cannot sin anymore. Sino rito yung, who among you here, still experiencing, you know, sometimes sinning against the Lord. Yung nagkakasala ka pa rin sa Panginoon. Okay, so, pero ano, may mga ibang hindi nagtaas ang kamay. Believe ako sa inyo, ha? Talagang, paano nyo ginagawa yon? Kasi ako, talagang, ano, I still fall short, no? In whatever that I'm doing. Sa isang araw, hindi pa pwedeng I cannot really sin. Every day, nagkakasala pa rin. I mean, ako personally, in my motive, in the things that I do, but however, it is impossible for me to remain holy and perfect in that particular day. But thank the Lord because, of course, you can go to Him whenever you sin against the Lord. So the same thing also, of course, if you are a believer, then I hope that you will learn to hate sin. Kasi ang sin kasi natin minsan, parang kinakategorize natin. Pagka halimbawang pumatay ka ng tao, parang yun ang talagang talamak. Pero kapag halimbawang nag-white lie ka lang, parang hindi. Pero parehong sin yun, that's the same sin. Kapag, kung nakakita ka ng piso, if you, if you notice one, up one peso coin inside the jeep, then... Tapos ang bilis ng kamay mo para kunin yun, ilagay sa, sa, ano, sa <laughs> packet mo, hindi sa'yo yun. Ibigay mo na sa driver. Okay? Iabot mo na sa driver dahil hindi sa'yo yun. Pag nanakaw rin yun. Okay? Yung tipong para ba nakakita ka ng pera sa, ano, sa, sa bus at biglang mo tinapakan ng ganun at kunyari pretend ka. <laughs> Tapos biglang nangat eh. Kati ah. Biglang ano. Tapos yun pa dito. Bakit ko alam? Nagawa ko rin yun noon. Matagal na. <laughs> <laughs> limang piso yung nakita ko okay? limang piso so kumbaga pandagdag rin yun But, however I realize ko, Lord this is not right so this, the reason why I need to give always the money to the conductor kasi alam I understand that it is, mine, it is not mine I understand probably it came from a passenger but again the, the bus is not mine I have to give it back to that person so the point here is that you know and you know okay? again the, the, you know that you are sinning against the Lord and you have a motive the Lord gave you 
that conscience at the same time. Remember, there is no darkness in the Lord. Wag natin paghahaluin yung kasalanan at yung ating pagiging krisyano, hindi pwede maghalu yun. That's why you have to always make a stand and take that stand. Kung nasa ilaw ka, then nasa ilaw ka. Kung nasa kadiliman ka, edi karirin mo. Okay? <laughs> karirin mo kung nasa kadiliman ka. Okay? Kung baga paano lumalabas, parang nag-ano ka eh, naglalakad ka sa, ano, it's like compromising. Don't compromise. Walang lukewarm, lukewarm dito. Don't be a lukewarm. Kaya sabi nga, if you go to the book of Revelation, kung lukewarm ka, hindi ubra yan. Yung lukewarm na yan, hindi ubra, I mean, this is not really what a Christian should be. If you're hot, then you're hot. If you're cold, you're cold. Okay? Because if you're lukewarm, the Bible says, in Bible nagsasabi nito, then He will vomit you out if you're lukewarm. So again, speaking about that, please, let's learn to hate sin always, every day in our life. Pag meron kang nakita kasalanan, o pag meron kang nakita na, like in your case, if you are compromising your faith already, then learn to take the stand and say, Lo, no, this is not right. This is not right. Hindi pwede. May asawa ako. Sabihan mo agad siya. Kapag halimbawa merong lumala at pwede bang sabay tayong kumain? Hindi pwede. Ang misis ko darating. Magalan siya yung dalawa. Talaga, you have to learn to take the stand. Or at the same time, you have to always learn to take a stand against any form of sin. The Bible says, but if we walk in the light as He is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. Napapansin ko lang po sa mga iba. Sa iba, if a person is sinning, if a person is in the midst of sin, ang hirap niya minsang hatakin sa fellowship. Why? Kasi nahihiya siya. Ayaw niya makipag-fellowship, it's because nahihiya siya because he or she is, you know, in that particular kind of sin. And again, that, that happens if we are experiencing that kind of thing in our life. It is difficult for us to fellowship with each other. Because why? Darkness is being exposed by the light. Parang ipis. Kapag binuksan mo ilaw, kakaragarag mga ipis kung saan saan pumupunta. Pero pag halimbawa madilim, Okay, nandun sila. Okay, pansinin niyo ba, kapag nagbukas kayo, sobrang hindi ng illustration ko, no? Okay, parang, ano ba, pastor, pwede bang humanap ka ng ibang ano, illustration. And the blood of Jesus, His Son, cleanses us from all sins. That's why God's light beyond the signs. Let's talk about this. God's light beyond the signs. What is light? It talks about holiness. It talks about Him being holy. It talks about Him being set apart. And how can we, you know, glean this from the passage that we've just read? Let me start off with this one. God's holiness is manifested through your circumstances. God's holiness is manifested through your circumstances. Whether you are going through some circumstances in your life or a situation in your life that you don't really like, then believe it or not, but God's holiness is being seen in what you are going through right now. Because God has a way of drawing out that you are set apart okay, for Him. Let me just quote this passage in John 9.3. Jesus answered, It was not that this man sinned or his parents sinned, but that the works of God might be displayed in him. Hindi naman ang pinag-usapan dito yung magulang na nagkasala. Kaya ba bulag siya? The reason why that person is, uh, is blind? Is it because of his parents? No. Is it because this person sinned against the Lord? No. But it's because so that the works of God might be displayed in his life. And so, don't even try to judge another person and say, ah, okay, I know, the reason why you got bankrupt is because you're not giving your tithes and offering. Don't do that. Huwag na kayong maghusga. Ah, kaya siguro, ano, kaya siguro nagkasakit kasi, kasi ano, ano, may bitterness ka pa rin sa puso mo. Siguro, ano, ano, kaya ka nagkasakit ng ganun kasi alam mo, ano, itinuturoan ka ng Lord because, ano, galit ka kasi sa, ano, sa, sa kamag-anak mo eh. Patawarin mo na kasi siya. 
para bang kabisadong kabisado mo yung puso ng tao. Kulang na na pa. Remember, there, there is already a person, there, there is already a, a being who took that position. The position of being a judge and that's none other than God Himself. Kinuha na ni Lord yon. Let the Lord judge that person. Meaning, let the Lord do the investigation and let the Lord do the transformation. Let the Lord do the conversion. And let also the Lord speak to that person. Wag, wag na wag mong uhusgan yung tao. And once you do that, sometimes many people tend to accuse a person. Don't even accuse a person. Ah, wala ka rito Sunday. Siguro kung saan ka pumunta. Ano? Kami nandito, worship kami na worship. Samantala, eh, kung saan ka pumunta. Siguro talagang, at minsan kapag naman, na, 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 no, may mga ginawa yung tao. Let, let's say, for example, again, this is not justifying, of course, being late. Kapag naman na late, uh, siguro, ano, tinamad ka na naman siguro pumunta rito. Ano? Ngayon ka lang nag-decide, ano? kaya ka pumunta sa church. It's like accusing that person. Now, please, let's not accuse any person. Of course, I'm not saying that it's wrong to, uh, to accuse it because in, the, in, in, our, in, lo- in our legal system, uh, they, are, they are also, uh, they have lawyers, there are, they, there are attorneys doing that, trial lawyers who are doing that. But if we have no basis, of course, in saying that that person is doing that, let's not do that. Why? Because that's the, that's the work of the enemy. Uh, don't you know that Satan is the accuser of the brethren? His accuser in the book of Revelation, siya na yon. Kasi alam mo sasabihin ng, ng, ng Diablo sa atin, ano ba naman yan? Pati ba naman yung pag-a-accuse, kukunin mo pa, itrabaho ko na nga yan eh. Mawawalan ako ng trabaho sa'yo eh. Pwede ba maghanap ka ng trabaho mo? Ako nang bahala mag-accuse sa lahat ng sa inyo. Okay? Kasi sa trabaho niyan eh. It's the, it's the work of Satan to accuse a believer. And so please, let's not accuse a person. Let's not also judge a person. Let the Lord do that because the Lord knows how to transform His own children. The same thing also, of course, with regards to seeing this kind of circumstance in the person's life, that the works of God might be displayed in him, and seeing also that the Lord is also setting apart this person so that the holiness of God can be seen in his life. Let's talk about Job. It says here in Job 1 verse 1, There was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job, and that man was blameless and upright, one who feared God and turned away from evil. Now notice that Job did not do anything. He did not do anything wicked against the Lord, but yet he went through circumstances in his life and even sickness as well. Disease at the same time was seen in his body and yet he did not do anything, but the Lord is just pruning. I would say that the Lord is allowing his righteousness to be seen in his life. Job is being set apart. Job has no idea that his life will be wed even today. Wala siyang idea na meron palang magsusulat ng kanyang buhay at babasahin natin ngayon. Binabasa natin ngayon. He has a book right now that we can read, the book of Job. The same thing also for us. We have no idea how the Lord is going to use our testimonies and our stories for other believers who will also be encouraged and say, truly there is a God who is moving in our life. That's why don't even be angry at the Lord and say, Lord, bakit ba nangyayari ito? Matuwa ka pa nga eh. Kapag halimbawang you are going through circumstances and at the same time, difficulties in your life because merong ginagawang kwento na naman si Lord sa buhay mo. And you are saying, Lord, thank you because I'm part of the story and I believe this can be used for your greater growing honor. Whatever that is happening in your life right now. You know, Tim Keller said, just because you can see or imagine a good reason why, why God might allow something to happen doesn't mean there can't be one. Meaning, doesn't mean that there is a God. Some people, when they go through circumstances in their life, when they go through some uh, difficulties in their life or testings in their life, and they can't really 
uh, grapple it and they can't, re- they can't seem to overcome it, they are now questioning the existence of God. Merong isang, isang guy, no? yung kapatid niya, his brother, you know, experienced an accident. And that kind of accident is very, very serious to the point that this guy, uh, his brother, went to the ICU. However, this person is a very active Christian and, and he is also a, a strong believer. And he said to the Lord, Lord, why did this thing happen to my brother? Bakit nangyari ito sa aking kapatid, Panginoon? Lord, serve ako sa inyo. And lalo na ngayon, nasa ICU siya. Totoo ba na nandiyan ka? Meron ba talagang Diyos? Gusto na niya magalit. As in, he is already in the brink of becoming an atheist. He already wants to deny the existence of God. But praise God because he was able to read some articles proving that Christians can also go through suffering and su- through some pain and difficulties because that's the way of the Lord to strengthen them. And he regained once more his faith. Kasi ang, ang nakikita lang natin ay yung buhay lang natin ngayon what we don't really understand is the ending of that. Ano bang ending? And we all have no idea what the ending will be. And that ending, of course, will surely give glory and honor to the Lord. When a Filipino watches a movie, lalo na yung kay Fernando po, pag si Fernando po, ano, bumanat na ganon, ay wala na, buhay na yan pagdating sa dulo. Pag nalutay ng pelikula, tapos biglang, uh, sa una muna, medyo nahirapan si Fernando po, inaano siya. Hirap, no? Sa dami-dami na story, but Fernando po yung nabanggit ko. Kasi yun talaga, I remember when I was still young, while uh, watching that kind of uh, movie, yun na sa likod, sabi, Fernando po, sige pa, suntukin mo, suntukin mo. Talaga, ano, tuwa talaga sa likod ko. Kasi ibig sabihin, he's already there. Alam natin na sa ang redeeming yun, mabubuhay ang bida sa huli. And the same thing also even in our story. In our story, we have no idea what will happen, but we believe and we understand that God is building our story for His glory and honor. His name will be glorified for sure. Remember the story of Joseph. The story of Joseph, when his brother sold him to the, to the traders, he has no idea about what is going to happen to him. He doesn't have any idea that he is being set apart by the Lord through his own circumstance, that the light of the Lord will be seen in his life. He has no idea. And in the story, it says, Say to Joseph, please forgive the transgression of your brothers and their sin because they did evil to you. And now, please forgive the transgression of the servants of God, of your father. Joseph wept when they spoke to him. Joseph wept when he spoke to his brothers because he understands that his brothers don't know him at the time and they are asking for forgiveness to him because the brothers see him as, as you know, a guy who is next to Pharaoh and he has the capacity, of course, to jail them. The next verse says, His brothers also came and fell down before him and said, Behold, we are your servants. But Joseph said to them, Do not fear, for am I in the place of God? As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good. God meant it for good. Maaring itong ginawa mo sa akin, pero alam mo, yung pala ginamit ng Panginoon, yung ginawa mong yan for Sabi niya, for good. To bring it about that many people should be kept alive as they are today. In other words, it's really for other people. That's why he had to go through that. God has a redeeming factor in that story. It is not just about you being pulled down or degraded or sometimes being, going through some persecution in your life or testing in your life. Hindi lang yon. But the redeeming factor of that is that the Lord will be honored and will be praised. 
In another version, it says in God's word translation in verse 20, even though you planned evil against me, God planned good to come out of it. This was to keep many people alive as he is doing now. If you have brothers and sisters, if you have brothers, physical or biological brothers and sisters in the Lord, I am really uh, sad about what's happening even in our, in, in our day and time wherein magkakapatid literally na nagdedemandahan dahil sa mana. I mean, dahil lang sa mana, nagkakawatak-watak sila. I've heard a story this morning. Sabi niya sa akin, Pastor, alam mo, totoo yung sinasama mo, meron nga akong kilala, 10, 10 siblings, and they are now in the legal system, they are suing each other because of money. They are, they are really literally suing each other because of money. And it is really unfortunate dahil hindi nakikita ang ilaw sa atin. If you are a believer, you have to do something about it. I understand that it involves millions of pesos and it's not a joke because millions of pesos is really, really, I mean, a huge amount. But then again, don't place, you know, your, the, the, your relationship at the sacrifice of money, sacrificing everything because of money. I hope that you will reconsider and say, if this is already what's happening, then go back to the Lord and ask the Lord, Lord, is this really what you want me to do? To cut off my ties with my siblings as if like they are not my sibling to the point of really after going after that particular amount or money to the point that they will now get stumbled over my faith at lalo lalo kapag alam nilang kristyano ka. Nakikita bang ilaw sa atin? Ang ilaw ba na yun ay as in, you know, it's, is it being uh, seen by the people around us? Oswald Chambers said that God engineer your circumstances where he likes and you will be kept as the light. Let, let the Lord engineer your circumstances. After all, he knows how to navigate through your circumstances and you will see that he, he will keep you as the light as well. In the kitchen, this is a mess and somebody is probably preparing something for you. Whenever somebody bakes a cake or if you are fond of baking cakes or baking, uh, you know, whatever food that is, then I'm sure that sometimes it, be, it becomes a messy thing in a kitchen. But again, it's just like a messy kitchen simply shows that our Heavenly Father is setting us apart for His glory and honor. Merong ginagawa ang Panginoon sa atin na sa tingin mo, it's a mess, but really, the ending of that is really for His greater glory and honor. Isipin mo palagi, Lord, I know that I may be here in this kind of circumstance, but Lord, you are setting me apart and you are also using me as a light as well to the people around me. God has a way of doing that. The same thing also even in that blind man. That blind man may be experiencing this kind, this kind of blindness in him that he has no connection about why did he became blind. But the Lord is setting him apart for his greater glory and honor. Not knowing that the Lord is really paving the way already for him. Preparing that platform for him to be able to show the glory of the Lord in his life. That the glory of the Lord will be displayed in him. Second is that God's holiness is manifested through you. God's holiness is manifested through you. What do we mean by this? When we say God's holiness, ibig sabihin God's light is manifested through you. In John chapter 9, verse 5, it says, As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. I am the light of the world. The Lord Jesus Christ may not be here right now physically. Yes, we understand that He's here in the Spirit, but physically, people want to look at a person. 
And since Jesus Christ physically is not here, then we represent Jesus Christ. You are the light. It's like also in a stage that the light is focused so much on the person in the center. Parang katuleto, all the lights is focused, of course, on the speaker so that you can see the speaker. The same thing also in this case. People are looking at that person in front. All the lights are focused on him so that they can see that person. The light is being displayed and manifested in the life of that person. People are looking at you. People want to see the light of the Lord in your life. Kailangan makita nila yung ilaw ng Panginoon sa inyong buhay. And our wife, di ba, minsan ang mga miss po natin, dinidefine po natin na sila yung ilaw. Kaso nga lang, yung mga asawang lalaki, sabi nila yung mga asawang lalaki raw ay ang tagapundi ng ilaw. Huwag niyo pong gagawin yun. Huwag niyo pupundihin ang inyong mga misis. Okay? Minsan kasi ano eh, ang ginagawa, pinupundi po natin. Eh, kaya napupundi talaga sila. Linisan nyo para makita yung ilaw na yan. Para makita yung liwanag. And I would say that if your wife can smile, pag nakangiti, nakangiti po ang misis po nyo, aba ang galing nyo talagang mag-alaga. Okay? Kapag ka ganon. Amen. Ay, amen, thank you. Meron isang nag-amen, thank you ha. Okay? Paano iba? Hindi nag- okay, mga wife, nag-agree ba kayo? Kapag halimbawang kayo po ay, if, if, if your husband knows how to take care of you, then you can really smile and the light can really shine in your light, in, in, your, in, your, in, your, in your family, in your house as well. May kita mo na ang kayo mismo ay nakangiti at talaga ang liwaliwanag talaga ng mukha ninyo kapag halimbawang ang mister nyo ay marumag-alaga sa inyo. Amen ba mga wife? Amen. Amen. Okay? Amen. Ang iba sasabihin, kasi ano, pag hindi ka nag-amen, malamang ang counseling ko napakahaba na naman. Okay? Kaya babawasan natin ang counseling ng konti. Okay? Going back to this verse, Matthew 5, 14-16, You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand and gives light to all in the house. Remember that you are the light. And speaking of that person being a light, you are set apart, meaning all the lights are focused on you and you are reflecting the light that comes from the Lord. And people is attracted to that light. And they will become attracted only if they see, of course, the changes in you. In the next passage, it says, In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Good works. Meron bang good works na nakikita sa ating buhay? Are the good works being seen in us? Nakikita ba nila yung transformation sa atin? Are the transformation being evident in our life every day? Nakikita ba nila yon? Oswald Chambers again once said, Our Lord did not pray that His disciples should be taken out of the world. No, that's not you know, the prayer of the Lord. But that, we, but that they should be kept from the evil. It is nothing but unmitigated cowardice to get out of the world. In other words, if some other people are saying, Lord, take me out of the world. Lord, I want to die. Take me out of this world. If that is our way to get out of this problem of this world, then that is cowardice. And it is like saying also, it says here, we have to remain unspotted in the midst of it. And if you cannot, the grace of God is a fiction. In other words, if you can remain to become unspotted and if you want to be released from this world, kung gusto mo nang umalis sa mundong ito at gusto mo nang pumunta sa kanya, then we are saying that the grace of God is a fiction. The grace of God is not real. The grace of God, in meaning, is like saying you are a liar, God, because of what's happening. But I do believe that if we say, Lord, 
let your light shine in our midst, in my, in my life, so that I believe that there's, your grace is sufficient for me. Ang, ang, ang biyaya po ng Panginoon ay sufficient po sa ating lahat in order for us to go through these things in our life. External surroundings makes no difference to our inner life, but our inner life makes a telling difference on our surrounding. Whatever happens around us, it will not really affect our inner life. We are not being defined by the external surroundings, but because we are strong so much in our relationship with the Lord. Again, let's, let, let the light be seen in us. My dear friends, you always obeyed when I was with you. In Philippians 2, 12 to 15, it says, Now that I am away, you should obey even more. So work with fear and trembling to discover what it really means to be saved. In other words, in this case, you will notice that even Paul is, is, is saying here that we have to work out our salvation with fear and trembling. Meaning, to work out, kailangan makita nila. Hindi sinabing work for, but work out. People must see that in our life. People must see the transformation in us with fear and trembling. Discover what it really means to be saved. Because when you do that, when you allow the people to see the salvation of the Lord in you, when you allow people to see the transformation of the Lord in you, then you are really uh, discovering what it really means to be saved. In the next passage, it says, God is working in you to make you willing and able to obey Him. Don't you worry because it's the Lord still who is working through you. It is not you who will do that but it's still the Lord. Si Lord pa rin gagawa ng mga bagay niyan sa inyo. Do everything without grumbling or arguing. Huwag kang magreklamo kapag halimbawa may pinapagawa si Lord sa'yo o may pinapagawa ang ibang tao sa'yo na ginagamit ni Lord. Kapag may, may sinabi sa'yo, eh, minsan kasi ano eh, reklamo, mga, alam mo, may mga taong reklamador eh. Kapag halimbawa mo ang trabaho, reklamo na reklamo mo, buti nga may trabaho ka eh. Buti kat meron kang isang kumpanya na pinapasukan Nagreklamo ka ang gulo-gulo ng bahay. Mabuti nga't may bahay ka, iba nga wala eh. Mabuti nga't meron kang winawalis, okay? Sa loob ng bakuran, mabuti nga't may bakuran ka eh. Reklamo ka na reklamo. Don't complain, don't argue, but be a light. And I believe that God will use you as a light while doing that. Kitang-kita mo habang nagwawalis ka, umiilaw ka. <laughs> Nakita na ba kayo ng ganun habang nagwawalis, umiilaw? Kasi kitang-kita eh. I mean, what? I mean, you will really see the glow of the Lord in that person's life. Para bang hindi siya apektado ng mga nangyayari, ng mga circumstances in his life. Kahit tatambakan mo muna na napakaraming trabaho, nakangiti pa talaga. Come on, let's do it. Okay, lagay lang na lahat ng mga ano pang kailangan kong gawin. Para excited talaga ng gusto. Pagka gumising ka, ginabukasan, I mean, sasabihin mo, Lord, thank you sa trabaho. Hindi, ano naman, mandi na naman. Problema na lang ito sigurado, makikita ko naman yung boss ko. Okay. Wag, don't do that. But, you know, see every work as a blessing. And I believe that when you change that kind of character without arguing and grumbling, I'm sure that things will change and the Lord will, will use you. Can you please remind that person beside you and say, do not argue and do not grumble. Can you please t- tell that person, do not argue and do not grumble. <laughs> Kaya kapag halimbawa, inutusan ka ng magulang mo, sinabing anak, mag, maghugas ka man ng plato, wag ka nang magreklamo. Okay. Kasi hindi mo alam baka mamaya lumaki allowance mo eh. Kaya sabi, at nakita nila yung changes sa'yo. Anak, parang nakikita ko ang ganyan change. Alam mo, because of that. Okay? <laughs> so anyway, pag-usapan nyo lang yun. Do everything without grumbling or arguing. And when you do that, you know, light is being seen in you. And I would say that it's the Lord who does that. It is not you. Don't force yourself. Alam mo, ito. Don't force yourself to be transformed. Do not force yourself to transform yourself. Do not even force yourself to change. It is the Lord who will do that in your life. 
Ang hirap po kapag, come on, let's give God a praise. Alam nyo, ang hirap po talaga kapag tayo magbabago sa sarili natin. Hindi nyo po kayang baguhin ang sarili nyo. Hindi po kayo kayang baguhin ang asawa ninyo. Hindi mo pwede sabihin, ay kaya nagbago yan dahil sa akin. <laughs> Meron akong narinig ng mga gano'n, yung asawa ko, alam mo, pastor, ano, eh, nagbago po ako dahil sa asawa ko. Eh, eh paano ako nawala asawa mo? Di ba, balik ka sa dati. Meron, again, God is working in you to make you willing and able to obey Him. I would say that this is what's really right. Let the Lord work through you. If, if you think that you are not going to change, then go back to the Lord and say, Lord, please change me. Please transform me. Please set me apart because I want people to see the light in me. And I would like to see the people, your holiness in me. The scripture says in verse 15, Then you will be the pure and innocent children of God. You live among people who are crooked and evil, but you must not do anything that they can say is wrong. Don't let them say you know, anything that is wrong in your life. It says here, Try to shine as lights among the people of this world. Try to shine as lights among the people of this world. The people out there need to see the light, and you are the light. Again, remind that person beside you, you are the light. You are the light. You are the light. You are the light. Connect with the source. You are the light. Alam niyo ba yung buwan? Yung buwan, the moon, is only reflecting the sun. That's why whenever you see the moon and it's really shining, it is only a reflection of the sun. The same thing also for us. The reason why you are shining is because you are connected to the source in Christ. That's why, again, speaking about shining to the world, the world needs to see the light in us. Be a light in this world. God's holiness, third is God's holiness in Christ set you apart. God's holiness in Christ set you apart. God's setting you okay, apart. And it is also all because of Christ himself. Let me uh, move to my uh, last verse. It says here in 6 to 7, John chapter 9, Having said these things, he spit on the ground and made mud with the saliva. Then he anointed the man's eyes with the mud. Now again, this is unorthodox. When I say unorthodox, hindi po ito normal na ginagawa. During the time, meron po mga, there, are, there are cases wherein there are stories that people are doing this. Using the mud and saliva, mix it, and then use it as a healing balm, especially in the eyes of people. There is also a case wherein the guy's hand is uh, crooked and probably he has a disease in his hand. And what this guy said, can you please trample on my hand so that it will be healed? Because there are people who have the capacity to do that. And Jesus Christ used their own setting to prove to them that he is really the Savior who does signs, wonders, and miracles. And again, in our case, don't you worry because kahit na lumapit kayo sa akin, hindi ko gagawin naman to sa inyo. Kapag walang leading ni Lord. Pero pag may leading, wag ka nang... Oh no. Pero hindi, no, we, we don't usually do that. I remember a preacher who also does this kind of thing. Sabi niya, a pastor, um, I, ano, I, I, have, uh, I have problem with, the, with my stomach and uh, can you please pray for me? What the pastor did is very unorthodox. Ginawa niya, sinuntok siya. In Jesus' name, be healed. Ah! And he was healed. <laughs> he was healed because of that. Uh, I mean, uh, pero don't you worry kasi dahil hindi namin gagawin, uh, nobody will do that here, okay? Sa, baka may, ba, ano eh, magalit kayo sa amin. There's also this young lady, puma, punta rin sa pastor niya, sabi niya, Pastor, I have, uh, I have pain in my uh, you know, head. And the, what the pastor did was to hit the lady on the head. In Jesus' name! Bang! Pinagbong, minu, ano yun, nagalit siya sa pastor. 
Sabi niya, kinurse niya ng gusto, pag uwi niya sa bahay, gumaling siya. <laughs> gumaling siya. At bumalik ulit siya sa pastor. Sabi, pastor, I'm really sorry because I, you know, I curse you. <laughs> I'm really sorry. But again, that, that is an orthodox kind of feeling. Si Smith Wigglesworth. Okay, I'm talking about Smith Wigglesworth. Kasi meron mga case na ganun. But of course, we are not, uh, we are not uh, doing that kind of thing here. There are things in, you know, there are times where in uh, this kind of unorthodox healing is going on in the scripture. But my point here is that, of course, that is Christ. I mean, he has no any, uh, inkling of an idea that he is now being set apart right now. And only the Lord can do that. Okay, only the Lord can set us apart, not ourselves. And said to him, Jesus said to him, go wash in the pool of Siloam, which means sent. So he went and washed and came back seeing. Verse 35, okay, let me jump. Jesus heard that they had cast him out. They, were, they kicked him out of the synagogue. And having found him, he said, do you believe in the Son of Man? Jesus Christ asked that person. He answered, and who is he, sir, that I may believe in him? And this is the time wherein Jesus said to him, you have seen him and it is he who is speaking to you. He said, Lord, I believe and he worshiped him. That was the time that Jesus Christ set that person apart already. The point here is that it is only the Lord who can set us apart, no one else. Not even us can set ourselves apart. You cannot even create that light in you. It is only the Lord who can make you as a light. Because nobody in his own way can set himself apart and make himself as a light in this crooked and perverse generation. The book of Hebrews says in Hebrews chapter uh, 7, verse 25 to 26, Consequently, he is able to save to the uttermost. Those who draw near to God. The word uttermost here means completely. He is able to save to the uttermost or completely those who draw near to God through Him. And when the Lord saved us, speaking about salvation, God saved us spiritually. Spirit. When we, gave the, when we surrendered our life to the Lord, our spirit, before, before that, our spirit is dead. But when we surrendered our life to Him, the Holy Spirit quickened our spirit. That's why our spirit became alive. Nabuhay po ang ating spirit. Na-resurrect po ang spirit po natin. That's why we experience this born-again experience. Unang, unang physical birth is the physical birth that's the firstborn. And then the next kind of birth is the spirit, which is the spiritual rebirth. That's why we call it born again. And in this case, now all of us right now, if you have the Lord in you, we are right now being set apart by the Lord. We are right now being made holy by the Lord. We are now being used by the Lord as a light in this world. And however, when the time comes, of course, the Lord will save us really completely. In verse 26, it says, For it was indeed fitting that we should have such a high priest, holy, innocent, unstained, separated from sinners, and exalted above the heavens. And that's none other than who? Jesus Christ himself. Remember, it is Christ who consecrated us. Jeremiah 1.5 says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I set you apart, says the NIV translation. I appointed you as a prophet or a prophet to the nations. The Lord has already set us apart even before we were born in this world. And that's why I would say that God has a plan and a purpose for us. Huwag niyo pong hayaan na hindi po magampanan, hindi natin magampanan yung plano ng Panginoon sa ating buhay. That's why whenever we go through some difficulties and trials in our life, whenever there is something that is happening in our life, always trust that the Lord knows what He is doing. The Lord will save us and the Lord is continually saving us in this present world. 
First Thessalonians 5.23 says, Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you or set you apart completely and may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Always understand that God is holy, God is light, and is using us as light in this world. And the Lord will be with us as we go through these things in our life. He is able to save us to the uttermost and He will use us as a testimony to the people around us so that people will know who Jesus Christ is. And right now, I believe that God is already using you. Can we all stand up right now? I believe that there's a lot of verses that you have heard, but let the Holy Spirit remind you of some of the verses. And I'm sure that He is right now ministering to you. He's going to speak to you. And if you're saying, Pastor, can you pray for me? That He will set me apart. He will use me as a light in this world. He will use me as a light for my friends, for my family, and even for my workmates, for the people around me. There are things right now that is going on in my life. I don't know what that is. Right now, probably you may be experiencing something in your life. I don't know what's happening with your relationship, with your family, with your relationship with your children, with your relationship with your wife or husband. I don't know what's happening in your physical body right now. I don't know what is happening with you in terms of your job or your business. But the Lord is setting you apart. The Lord is using you as a light in this world. Allow the light of the Lord to be reflected in your life so that people can be attracted towards that light. And eventually, you will see yourself thanking the Lord and saying, Lord, thank you because you have allowed me to go through this so that I will see Jesus Christ in my life always. If that is your prayer, and if your prayer is saying, Lord, or Pastor, pray for me. Pray for me that I will be a light in this world in the midst of what's happening right now in my life. If that is your prayer, I'd like you to just raise up your hand right now. Just raise up your hand with all humility. And I believe that the Lord will step in and move in your life. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus. Step in, Lord, in the life of your people. I believe, Lord, that you are going to do something in their life. I pray that they will see Jesus Christ in all of these things. Lord, strengthen, Lord God, their faith. Strengthen them, Lord, so that their eyes will always focus on you, the author and the finisher of their faith. Lord, I pray that may they not surrender, may they not give up, may they not say, Lord, I don't want to go through this anymore. But Lord, I pray that may you increase their faith all the more as they go through this. After all, at the end of this, it will be Jesus Christ who will be honored in their life. Lord, thank you for, I know that you are unshackling, Lord God, some chains in their life. Lord, free, Lord God, your people. Free them from the bandages. Free them, Lord, from anything that is trying to pull them down. And I pray, Lord, that they will experience, Lord, liberty, spiritual liberty, Lord God, in you. And I believe, Lord, that you are also going to speak, Lord God, to them, reminding them that you are faithful and true, 
that you are the promise-keeping God. Lord God, the glory, the honor, the praise is yours. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Thank you, Lord God. Amen.